kids <laughs> <laughs> not feel good people we got the classic lineup today classic classic we got max house hey me aaron r aaron r we're supposed to have the whole vice jester's band but one by one they fell yes yep. yes because we got a nice fun reaccount story to tell you but i want to start with a, like a little round table uh, hypothetical. Uh, okay. So, you're yeah. walking home. Oh, no. You're walking home. Or, yeah, you're walking. Let's, you know, you're walking. Yep. You're walking, and you got, like, maybe you need to walk for another 10 minutes. And there's nobody around. Uh huh. Right? Yeah. And the tip of your penis itches really bad. It's the kind of itch that can only be cured in that immediate way where you kind of pinch. You pinch it and you fucking roll, right? Yeah, the pinch and roll. The pinch and roll. And you pinch hard. As a Jewish man, this is lost on me. All I was going to say, right, this might be... uh, This might be... um, (laughs) This might not be a Jew thing. (laughs) This might... Yeah, this might be... uh, 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 uncircumcised thing. We'll just say it's balls then. Uh, say some inch of the balls where you like. You've never just pinched your ball skin and just kind of done that. Not when I'm walking home alone. <laughs> <laughs> say your balls itch really hard, and yeah. you know that's the one way. Sure. To like alleviate, you could just pinch it real hard. Sure. No one's around. Sure. You can't see anybody. Okay. But you're walking by a parking lot, and there is a single car in the parking lot facing towards you. Uh huh. But it's too bright out, and you can't tell if anyone's in the car. Do I have to reach into my pants to do this? No, no. It's outside. And you oh, I do it. it. You do it? <laughs> it's outside the pants? Yes, yeah, outside the pants. Yeah, dude, I do it. All right, let me throw another kink. The parking lot is a high school parking lot. Uh, what time is it? It is... Well, uh, it was... About 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. 7 p.m.? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do it. Okay, you guys I'm safe, are right? braver 7... men than me. What? Because I was like, for me, well, it was the tip of the dick for me, but I don't think anyone like would be able to tell the difference. <laughs> sounds <laughs> like a real situation. <laughs> I don't think anyone would be able to tell the difference, um, whether it's the head of my dick or my balls at this point. But yeah, I was walking home from work. And the tip of my dick itched so bad. Mm-hmm. I needed to do like a pinch and roll. It was like it was an it was a it was like a mosquito bite level itch. Oh, oof. And uh, I'm walking outside of the high school, which is just kind of around where I live. Very and there was close. one vehicle in the high school parking lot, and it's facing towards me. I couldn't tell. It was far enough away. I couldn't tell if anyone was in there. And I'm just like, it's a bad look if, if someone sees me reach in and do a little diddle. You're a good uh, outside of a high school. Like it's just like I can't. <clears throat> you're a big public pisser, though. I mean, not big. When you have to piss, <laughs> when you're drunk you gotta, and you, you got a good piss, career, you you um, you're gung ho to you're gung ho to go for it. Yeah, that I have more reservations now. That I feel pissing? yes, yes. I'd, I'd like five years ago, I'd probably even yeah, I'd do it well, a how, lot more. Wait, how public is public pissing? Um, let's say, let's say, um, when you guys went into the liquor store 
And then you walked in, and then the girl was like, "Hey, I saw your friend pissing oh. outside <laughs> by, by the liquor." Well, that's not, like, okay, that's public pissing, but that's also trying to hide it. He was by a dumpster. Yeah, yeah. he walked into the dumpster. It's all like he was just free balling in the parking lot. But like that stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. Me. Like I do when I public piss, I do try. Oh man, mm-hmm. I, I probably told this already, but like when I had to piss when we were driving to Edmonton, and like the last maybe thirty minutes, there was just no rest stop. Remember. We're going to the the uh, Shane Gillis show on the way there. Yeah, on the way there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> I'm like shaking. <laughs> I do remember this. And I was like, and I felt so bad because I knew I was putting the pressure on Lauren, and she already hated city driving, so she's white knuckling it on the steering wheel. I'm white knuckling it on my nuts, and, and I'm giving her wrong directions. Yeah, and Aaron's like, <laughs> dude, dude, yeah, yeah. And Aaron's like, turn left. Oh like, shit! She's like, no, should I don't. turn left? I'm like, no. And the show's house. I'm like, oh wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> and then she's, you know, she's getting a little angry, mm-hmm. which, you know, I, I get the same way when I drive in the city, man. It's fucking stressful. Especially yeah, when yeah, you don't sure. do it all the time. And I know. Makes so sense. she's just taking corners a little extra hard and brain's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, my ladder. Um, but also, like, I know that me complaining about how much I have to pee doesn't help anything. Right, it's not going to get there faster. No, no, exactly. It's not going to get there faster, and it's just going to irritate her more. So I was trying so hard just to, like, monk, just a monk, yeah. like, silence. Hard meditation. Just, like, hard meditation. Bladder just swelling. Yeah, Not like sucks. Grandpa Simpson in that episode of The Simpsons <laughs> where his bladder bursts in the car. <laughs> you remember that? No. What was his kidneys? I was like... <laughs> He's like, I gotta go. And Homer's like, ah, you can wait. And then just hard cuts to the doctor's office and an x ray of like two tubes and exploding kidneys. <laughs> It's like oh, every shit. time I really need to pee in a car, that scene enters my head. <laughs> um, yeah. But I didn't. I, I fucking held strong, dude. I clenched my fists. You've had to, I mean, you've told this on the podcast before, but you've also public chat. Yeah, yeah. When I lived in Vancouver, yeah. years and years ago, where oh, it just comes with the territory, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I had bad diarrhea. It was like it was gonna come out, and I had to like the thing with Vancouver is like no one lets you use the restroom because yeah. there's so many junkies and stuff around. So many junkies, homeless yeah. people. Yeah, not, uh, not not next year though. They're just gonna be law-abiding citizens next really? year. What do you mean? Oh, you didn't hear like BC is decriminalizing small amounts of hard drugs. Oh, oh really? Two and a half grams of a bunch of different drugs now. Really? Oh, like you heroin? Can't, you can't be. Yeah, you can't be like arrested for it. That's cool. You can't be. Um, really? Yeah, you can't be harassed for it. You're allowed to just have it, and if the cops find you with it, they can't even take it from you. Wow. What? Yeah. Does it, is it different with growing though? Say you grew, found a couple like opium poppies. And grew them in your backyard. Uh, no, no idea. This is all just about the process drug and like okay. trying to remove. The, their idea is with the op- opioid deaths. Mm-hmm. They, they just figure a lot of people are doing these drugs and like hiding it because you know they might get arrested or right. thrown in jail. So they're figuring if like, it's legal, if it's legal to do it up to a certain amount, maybe they won't be so. Secretive, secretive and die, it. and then like if they're overdosing, they might call for help because they're like, oh, yeah. like ah, I've only got a gram here, that's legal. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's a good. Point. I'd like to imagine there's a I good old so. school drug dealer yeah. out there who like um, 
um, prides himself on like the purest quality heroin and coke, and like is putting it out there because like of artisanal. All- yeah, and he's he's so <laughs> against all these deaths out there, and he's like they're he's so mad at all the fentanyl poisoning that he's oh, like prob- some probably, big kingpin that's also known for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I hope he's out there doing good. So. All right, so I guess we get in. Should we get in the meat? Yeah, you guys about? played a show last Saturday. Last Saturday, I can't believe it's been a Almost week already. A week yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Big deal for us as a band, even though two of the members aren't even here. But yeah. um, well, the, the craziest part too is because we started getting together and jamming before COVID happened. Like right? And no, we, no, no. Just after, I think. Was it? I thought it was, it was just, just after. Before. No, because we started. I remember. When the first lockdowns happened, right, we weren't jamming anymore. That was the night that my neighbor, like, came over and bitched me out, and then I kicked his fucking Corvette. Oh, okay. And that was, allegedly, and then that was, that was before we started jamming. Objection, hearsay. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, So it was like, but it was just after. Right. The lockdowns and stuff. Like, it was like, because I remember we had two or three jams, and the lockdown started, and we had to figure out... Alternative. Oh, right. And that's why we ended up jamming it at the fucking space downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for however long, because right? Because we couldn't jam at my place yeah. because we were afraid of people marking on us. Yeah, being like, there's over five You guys are like there. Jackass Crew. Yeah, dude. What happened with Jackass Crew? They started right before the pandemic oh, yeah, yeah. and then pandemic shut Filming them. Filming Jackass right before the pandemic. Pandemic yeah. shut them down. Then as soon as they figured it out, they started going And if up. all things go well, the album will be, re- be released like... Within a certain amount of time of that movie they being released. They kicked me off the album, Jackass. <laughs> being, being a jackass. I've been too much of a jackass. <laughs> a jackass. Bam Margera reference for anyone. <laughs> it's going to be Dan Smart. <laughs> he goes nuts. <laughs> they fucking kicked me out of the band. Alcohol. Oh, could you imagine Dan Smart goes off the rails? No, I, I couldn't. I literally I can't. can't. Yeah, me neither. I've barely seen that guy buzzed. It'd be right? scary. It'd be one of those things where you're scared at first because you're like, whoa. Not used to seeing it, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's just sure. like a really angry drunk. Could be, yeah. We did see, oh man, remember when that guy was acting up at his party and he fucking put him in a headlock? Oh, yeah. Oh, that ruled. Yeah, that was, that ruled. Nice. That was like one of those things where it's like, uh, that's almost like a movie thing where it's like, don't make that guy angry. He seems cool. We <laughs> don't like him when he's angry. Yeah, dude. I can see Dan being like a John Wick. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Dan's like, I thought it was done. Or no, it was like, oh, no. Oh, fuck, what's the John Wick line? It was like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's People like, keep asking me if I'm back. And yeah, I I'm think I'm, I'm back. back. <laughs> Dan's fucking got a sledgehammer. And he's fucking <laughs> pounding his basement out. It's like, you know. Throwing a fucking balls. pack of heroin, pack of H. He used to be a bad H horse user. Uh, I was just thinking it was going to be like some arms in there, and that's what he's going to use to choke the guy out. <laughs> a couple extra arms. <laughs> Buff arm plates that you put on. Um, so yeah, Dan. Dan's got a dark side. <laughs> Hulk, those Hulk cans that you get at Walmart. It <laughs> 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 fucking knocks a guy out with a Hulk can. Yeah. That a rule. Yeah. Um, so, Okay. We started this band early pandemic, like 2020, fair fair estimate, somewhere in 2020. Yeah. Been going ever since, writing, doing new stuff. That's what I love about it. Lots of new stuff. Mm-hmm. Secret weapon, by the way, that everyone kept mentioning to me. Trumpet? W- yeah, was Marchuk. Yeah. 100%. Everyone's like, 
I guess people have been sleeping on Marchuk, Aaron Marchuk, our keyboardist slash Mm -hmm. trumpet player, because like we went up there and I I feel like in a weird way, we had this really great edge by having him. Yeah. A hundred percent, dude. No one else had a horn guy. Yeah. Or a keys guy. Or that's not true. The first man did. Yeah. Curtis's band had a synth, dude. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mike was playing synth. Oh, yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Sorry. No, 100%. You're right. But it was like, yeah, no, it felt, and, and to hear like a bunch of people who didn't know who the fuck Marchek was, to see the, them be like, oh my God. Right? My mom, my mom was one of them. She it, came out to the gig and she's like, because, I mean, she met Marchek briefly. He gave us a ride a couple of times, me and my mom. When her truck was all broken down, right? Yeah, when her truck was broke down. Um, but then she's like, holy, what'd she say? Because she, she talked to you about it more than she talked to me about it. Yeah, she was amazed. She couldn't believe it, how talented he was. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, she, he's fucking great. She's like, and good thing you have him, because you suck otherwise. <laughs> what a bad band. Just everything he added to the music, how much more fulfilled, like, uh, filled out all your songs feel and everything. Yeah. It I, really is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I remember, I guess we should start thinking, I remember when Curtis, the guy who put it together, he put together... All the K-Pack shows. Um, he first asked us to join. And then at that time, the mandates were still in place. So it was like our band and his band. And, and I was, was like, I, I, and it was going to be it. And we were supposed to play like a lot of sets. And I was like, I fuck, I don't that. know if we have that. Right. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where I'm like, we're going to have to like just buckle down and learn a bunch of songs. And then he added two other bands. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because then we, that what that does for us as a band is we get to whittle it down to our best Best yeah, we get set. to pick the good. Like you don't, you don't pick, pick the uh, like flesh. You know, fleshing out the set shit. Yeah. yeah, there's no filler. There's zero filler. Not that I consider any songs filler, but like it's no, just well, like, like we probably would have thrown in fucking some killers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Would have thrown in some random shit. Mm-hmm. A lot more covers, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Which is not as fun. Yeah, exactly. No, you're totally in my right. opinion. No, in my opinion too. Um, so then the gigs coming up. And uh, day of, no, like I was like I I was a good boy the day before. I was like I, didn't, I wasn't. I, I know you weren't. <laughs> I knew you weren't gonna be because we had a practice the day before the show. And I'm like I'm gonna go home try to get a good night's sleep. And Aaron's like I'm going to Kiefer's. And I was like I know what that means. <laughs> I means Aaron's gonna party. I'm gonna be out. <laughs> but like honestly, like. I don't know how much better it did me in the sense that I still didn't sleep. Like I was cognizant. I was so sober and cognizant that I got about four hours sleep and I woke up and I just had fucking butterflies in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I could not go back to sleep. Yeah. I like jerked off and then dozed off for like an extra half an hour. Something along those lines. You know, like Something's little, wrong when you can only sleep for half an hour after you jerk it. <laughs> yeah, some sort of, and then the butterflies come right back. How about what about you? What was your night sleep like? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I got home at like four in the morning. Nice. I can put on a little sh- like some YouTube on my phone. I guess I should just party. <laughs> you know what I mean? Passed like, out. Woke up at noon. And I was like, this is great. And then that's hilarious because I I same I passed out at four and I woke up at like nine in the morning and couldn't go back to sleep. Yeah. And like for well, I woke up. I, you know, I probably did a couple of those. You know, after you party, you wake up, you go take a piss, fucking drink some water, be like, mm-hmm. and then go back to bed for a little sure, bit. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did a couple of those. 
Yeah. Um, Had a semi-early sound check too, day of, right? No, like, no, they, I actually they, set it up because we, well, we, we moved our gear the day before Yeah, because I worked there. And I was like, cause was, and then I talked to Curtis and he told me the window for sound check and I made sure we had the latest window Okay, yeah. because I just didn't, you know, I was like, I want to sleep in as much Admittedly, as I possibly like, can. I, I'm, I'm a fucking jackass, but had we an earlier sound check, I probably would have you know, <laughs> not partied. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. As hard. They kicked me but out. But also, of like the you band. got you got a better sleep than I did. Yeah, oddly you enough, know what right? I mean. Like, like but but I I didn't escape the butterflies. Like they started showing up about an hour before I was heading down. Right. Everyone and was they very went nervous. all the way up till that I, fucking th- thing. That was gonna say all the way up to us performing at around nine o'clock. I had awful butterflies. I had like from nine in the morning through. I mean, soundcheck kind of relieved them a little bit because. We played a bit on the stage that, mo- that yeah, yeah, yeah. day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, that helped me a lot too, because again, you know, I was playing behind another kit, and I was like, I really hope yeah, it's good. <laughs> and no, then well, it ended up being I knew it was going to be good. I'm just like, I hope it's in enough of a shape that I can play it without fucking up a lot. Yeah, like it's it's very similar to what I'm doing. Yeah, because. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to move the guy's kid around. I'm like, oh, I'm going to move this tom yeah, over this, here and yeah. fuck this symbol, and like, I'm, I'm going to keep it relatively the same. same. The only thing I did, we didn't even. We were talking about getting your hi hat symbols. We didn't even do that. No, I tried to, but um, the hi hat stand he had was uh, couldn't fit my um, little hi hat clamps, and I didn't uh, want to, you know, switch do, them do the whole thing. Blah blah blah. So yeah. I just ended up using his, and I was like, whatever, it's probably right. fine. Yeah, 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 for sure. Use my ride though. Love that bell. So good. So good. Did he like it? He used your ride? No, no, no. Oh, oh, you I used was the only one who used oh, yeah. it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the way to sound check, it's dead quiet in the car. Everyone was. Oh yeah, so me and Marjek picked you up. Yeah, yeah. Me and Marjek picked you up, and me, I, we were both just nervous as fuck. Me and Marjek. Yeah. And it was just yeah, like you said. I think you laughed uh-huh. because I didn't. <laughs> Classic Max they, laugh. Exactly. And you're like, it sounds like, it feels like we're going to a funeral. There's so much <laughs> tension. It was crazy. I've yeah, never, dude. it was, I've never seen it that quiet. <laughs> okay, wait, no, that was after soundtrack. That's well, when like, we picked, went to pick up you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, so yeah. That was show For the time. show. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right, you, know you guys were all dressed up. Yes. Well, not me. I just wore <laughs> yeah, a classic air outfit. T shirt. <laughs> you wore the Rural Peace Drummer. Standard outfit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? like, like, standard issue. I, I look like I literally just jumped off the fucking floor. Hat, and was like, t-shirt, jeans, <laughs> blue jeans. You got the Steve on. I, I, well, there was a lot of people the there, Ryder. too, that I knew that had no idea I was playing. And they're like, do you think Braden's going to play? I'm like, yeah, Braden's definitely going to play. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, no, there's no way Braden's not going to play. And they're like, oh, dude, I'm so excited. I'm like, me, too. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited to see him play. Yeah, and then I come off stage. Oh, like, what the fuck? Funny. You were? How do you know you were in it? And I was like, <laughs> idiot. idiot. <laughs> that is such a fucking. That's hilarious. All right, so uh, little. So we do sound check. Yeah. Um, we go. We get some Wendy's. Come back to your house. Watch a little Jackass 4.5, which was really fun. The worst part was okay for me. Like. That was five hours before we were scheduled to go on, yeah. which was, I guess, three hours before we had to be at KPAC because, you know, an hour before they open, they want us to show up a little bit early. Yeah. yeah Soundcheck yeah. was at three. But, you guys went on. No, Soundcheck nine? was at one thirty ish, wasn't it? Was it one? I thought, I thought so. it was two. 
No, it was two. We definitely started doing it like a little Oregon after semantics two. at this point. Yeah. The point is, we I mean, got back to my way. place. We had like a good three, four hours before we even had to be at K-Pack, and all I wanted to do was drink. It, oh, dude. I feel you. I was like, the nerves are running so hard. And I'm like, I know if I start drinking now, I'm going to be fucking bomb by the time I go on stage. I bombed can't do or it. just tired, right? Because yeah, if, yeah. mm-hmm. if you're trying to maintain just a little bit. It's like you're just going to be tired by the time you get up there because you've just been buzzed for five hours. Yeah, yeah you don't yeah. want the hangover to start setting in, so you yeah. got to keep when you getting get, the drink going. Exactly. You can't get drunk because then you can be fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you got to keep it going. By the time you get on stage, you're going to be fucking blackout drunk. So it's like, yeah. And especially like watching the Jackass. Day, Jackass is such a great drinking yeah. thing to watch. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of perfect for yeah. that. Agreed. Yeah, we had a nice hot burger in our belly. Yeah, we had a Wendy's burger. It was like, oh, man, I could go for a shot or two. So then everyone, I was just going to say, so then everyone decides to go home for a little bit. Wait, wait. The one thing that happened before then. Aaron has a new puppy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aaron's got a new puppy. Mackie. And, and she's so, like, she's a big dog. Already so she's like She's like the size of Sue's pretty much. But she's so aggressive on, like, wanting to, like, cuddle you and pay attention to you. And she kept doing this thing where she would, like, jump. From like the floor to behind me and Marchuk into the window and like almost nicking us every time. <laughs> almost just like paws first into our face. Yeah, she's and then she would like kind of come behind me like, like shove me like, so hard. <laughs> and I'm just like trying to like push take down it, the stairs. You know, like yeah. just trying to be graceful about it. And then she did the thing where she went to jump between us. So I was like, no. And I kind of grabbed her and I was trying to like gently grab her and just turn her around <laughs> but it looked like i was basically doing a wrestling move on her when i did it <laughs> yeah it was awesome and i was like i was like oh i felt i felt bad after i did it but it was just so funny because it looked like i was trying to put her into a pile driver <laughs> or something i was like maggie because i was like i even did it. i was like maggie no <laughs> and i tried and i just kind of like bounced her onto the cushion and she turned around but yeah yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just it, like it was that combined with the nerves that like really got to me, you know, of like oh, because yeah. it's like for us, it's like two years well, like, okay. of work. In, in my mind, what it was is just like a the culmination of us, you know, being together for the past two years, doing stuff we really like, mm-hmm. and then just being nervous about how people are going to take it because we've been doing it for two years. And we're like, it's yeah. fucking mm-hmm. nice, or we like it a lot. But regardless Absolutely. of whatever you do, you're always biased to yourself. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> like, so, or like, are people like, like it as much the, as we like? It? And or also, like fucking it, up the execution, so like well, that, people don't like it because you fucked up. Yeah, you know? that, yeah, exactly. And then also, um, I don't know about you guys, but like when I first start playing something, I'm a lot more excited about it than if I've been playing it for a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. first couple times I play it, I'm like, "This is fucking." I'm like, "This I can't is great. Wait. It sounds so good." And like, you, I feel you get stuck way. in your own head where you're like, "You're so used to it now. You're not getting those emotions anymore." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. instead no, of instead of thinking like, 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 "Are people going to hear it the way I heard it the first time, or are they yeah. going to hear it how I hear it now?" Yeah. Even though I, I, because I couldn't agree with you more on that point. Like the high. Of like breaking through on a new song is to me like maybe my favorite feeling in the world where it's like yeah. the whole band comes together and everyone adds their parts 
that they're going to add and you're like, oh man, this feels really fucking good and it sounds good. And it's like one of those things where it's like, it's almost like you, you revert back to when you first started playing. You're like, I did it. I'm a real musician. This is a real yeah, song, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and it, it feels incredible. Um, but the, the good thing about doing it when we did it is the songs have matured to a point where I feel like every we've we've drained every last good part we're going to get out of it. So right. it's like, uh, for instance, have you heard the news? There's an ending that only came up during the recording with yeah. the horns that to me makes the song. Oh yeah. You know? It's and good. it's like, I'm so happy that we developed that song for so long. So we had that part to play live. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know what no, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like, are these guys going to like it like we did the first time? It, that's the thing. That's what I always think about. I'm like, because I've been playing this for a while, and it's not that I don't like it. It's just, um, it doesn't hit as hard as like the first fucking like 20 times. Yeah, it's like, rock, it's right? like yeah, uh, rock and roll all night. You hear that song now, and you're like, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Cause you heard, or Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Sweet Home Alabama is another one of the songs where like, yeah. you just heard it Definitely. a billion times. Yeah. It doesn't hit the first like, the first time you hear Sweet Home Alabama, like, oh my God. No. There's <laughs> a reason why it's a hit, right? Yeah. 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 Or like uh, Simple Man's like probably a better example. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I got to take a piss. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we're at your place. Uh, Everyone was eating stuff. And then... Uh-huh. Comes the time to decide. All right, let's. Well, it's. I mean, it would know. It was like three hours till showtime. I want to say two hours, maybe. Uh, when everyone left. Yeah. Yeah, it was about three, three and a bit, three and some change. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Marchuk's taking me and Brayden home. Brayden wants to get try to get a bit of snooze, and then Daryl goes home to go eat supper with Bree. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does. To, with Bree, and so he goes out. He leaves first. All right. Um, then Showtime comes. Um, fucking great audience. Yeah. Amazing. As soon as we walked in, like, before... Well, like Brady and I were talking about it before. The nice thing about that particular audience is... And I, no, sorry, you and me were talking about it. It's They weren't there to, like, go to their favorite watering hole and find out there was a yes. band. Oh, it's yes. like they were there because they knew they were going to be bands. Totally. Which mm-hmm. is a much better audience. Yes. Hold on, let's rewind for a quick second. I know I took a piss at an unopportune moment. I got a little... Little tiny thing. Yeah. This is before the from before we enter the gig. Oh, okay. During the break, after we go to Aaron's, we all go to our respective homes just to rest, close our eyes, whatever we need to do. Yeah. I started drinking beer. Daryl's got to eat supper. And it's so funny, like during that break. Okay, actually, I'll I'll tell you in order. So I go. I literally just go in my room, shut the door, strip naked, lay down, close my eyes for a bit. Even though I'm because so, I'm so tired, can't sleep still though. Right. Do not that whole time I did not get a chance to really you nap got the at whole all. Fight or flight fucking thing going. Yeah, it's really that. It's it's like it's literally fight or flight. Like it's that stomach thing. It's that thing you do feel right before a fight. Um, or Time's or a flight crawling, uh, but at the same time it's moving way too fast to rest. Yes. And you're like, holy fuck! It's already been half. An it's hour. just like for, if, it's always my stomach. My stomach just twists so hard. Yeah. And then I get a message. From a chick, like a chick I've just been talking oh, right. to online. I get a message from a chick I've been talking to online. Don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. And uh, the message Wish. is like, so, like, this is just, some, let me clarify. This is not a person I'm with at all. This is not a girlfriend. Yeah. But this is a girl, like, I've been talking to, being flirty with. 
and she's like, "Are you with your, are you with your ex, my with Jamie?" Yeah. People are, and I was like, "What are you? No, no. What are you talking about? Like, are so, you dating her? Dating yeah. Are you dating her? I'm like, nah. Yeah. Like, and that was 100 percent the truth. Like, absolutely not. And she's like. Well, a friend of mine who works with her said, you're dating her again, and she's watching your cat right now, and you guys are together. I can't fucking believe you'd be talking to me when you're fucking dating Jamie. Yeah. And I'm just like, the, in my mind, I'm like, this is the <laughs> last fucking thing I need right now. Like, I just want to relax and chill the fuck out, and this chick is just throwing drama at me. And it's like, there's no... And then I literally take a picture of me with Artie. <laughs> yeah, there's like no bearing to start defending yourself on. Also, yeah, none of your fucking business. Yeah. Well, also, then it's like but Jamie. The worst comes- part about him taking a picture of him with Artie was, you know how Braden likes to like put up old newspapers <laughs> on his wall. <laughs> he, had, he had that old like April fourteenth, <laughs> Tylenol fifteen, two thousand twenty, fucking Tylenol poisoning case. <laughs> Look, I'm with Artie right now. Like, I could see that I was five years ago. But also, like, you're not. You're not. Also, that's the thing that's crazy. Who cares? Exactly. Who cares? But that is the crazy. That it's uh, Dave Chappelle had a joke about this, where he's like, Bitch "When you crazy. get accused of lying about something you're not lying about, that's when you get the most mad. When you're like, "Bitch, I'll kill you." It's infuriating. Please believe me. It happened in middle school when I stood up from a chair and everyone thought I farted. Oh, and I and I, I just stood there. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like I don't have the embarrassment of farting, which is embarrassing. Yeah, I have no def- like I have no You're defense. Just angry. Yeah, I just you can't got def- set up. It's like no, it's not. But I can't start defending myself because there is no defense. Uh, I didn't do if it. If you're in middle school, you probably did the thing where you're like look, and then you went to stand up again, and it didn't make the noise. <laughs> I swear I show- to And then you're just standing up for like 10 minutes trying to make the fart noise again. I show everyone my underwear, my tidy whities I bend over, look. <laughs> um, so I just take her back. I'm like, you're getting bad information. I don't have to tell you. I'm not. And But also in my head, I'm like, writing this person off completely in my head. Mm. I'm like, you're getting bad information. Don't know what to tell you. Sorry. And then she keeps texting me back. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to argue with you about this. This is not like also none of your business, but like I'm not... I'm not going to argue with you about this. Like, didn't happen. Mm. And then we get... And then... So I got that fucking bullshit that happened. And then when we get there, I notice probably about 10, 15 minutes of being at the show. Mm Mm-hmm. I get a fucking wall of text, like oh, just like a massive, like it's a thing where you get a huge bubble and you got to scroll to read it all. Yeah. And instead of reading it, what I did is I just, Hey Siri, read this text. <laughs> <laughs> instead of reading it, I had Siri read it to me. No. Um, what I did is I just, I, I literally just closed the message, deleted it and then blocked the number. I'm like, none. <laughs> Good idea. I, uh, I, I want nothing to do with this fucking person ever again. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're already so nervous before the gig. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, fuck you, man. Like, this is the last thing I need. Mm-hmm. And I was so nervous before I the gig. I need this like I need a hole in the head. Am I right, people? So you can't sleep. You get that. Yeah, exactly. Get to the gig, sends me a wall, a fucking crazy lady wall of fucking text. Did you even read it or did you just... (laughs) No, no, that's the thing. I purposely, I'm like, I'm not going to read this because I know... I know if I read it, it will emotionally affect me. So I just, saw the words moron in tech and like bold, like in the thing. I'm like, I can't, I can't get into this. I'm like, moron. I know. <laughs> I, I am know such I'll be a fucking, moron for I, thinking. I know I'll be fucking 
pissed at myself for reading the whole thing. Well, hold on, hold on. What if, what if in the context of this message, it was like, you need to get moron something <laughs> else. Or she was calling herself a moron. Like, I am such a moron. I can't believe I thought that was... Even, that even, even if she was, I'd be like, matter. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Delete. Done. <laughs> um, so I just deleted it, and I was like... And then... I Super ran. Idea. I proceeded to everyone I ran Smart into idea. at the beginning of the gig. I proceeded to tell them how nervous I was. Probably not the coolest move, but I was <laughs> like, "I feel I'm so fucking nervous." Right. Well, yeah, because we're just hanging out in the lobby. Because it's just like it's like a gymnasium. No, I was just setup. like waiting for fucking D Day, man. You were just like, yeah. yeah. Like T minus. Uh, uh, wait, it, wait. It got, I was gonna it, say, do you want to say what led up to D Day though? I was gonna well, say, it got way better though because it was like yeah. T minus. Okay, we got twenty minutes before the first band goes on. Yeah, and then the first band started going on. And I was like, okay, like we're all our we're, friends are there. We're talking the, to our friends. The, the fucking countdown has started. First band's on means we're up in fifty minutes. This would be a good time to say um, how great Curtis did setting everything up. By oh, himself. Curtis Jesus is bad. Ghost at Midnight, awesome band. Oh, was they, yeah, they sounded amazing. Yeah, like, holy oh, yeah. shit, setting that whole thing up by yourself. Yeah, Curtis it did the whole great. thing by himself. It looked awesome. Sounded fucking amazing from all yeah, over. No, um, he did a great job for sure. Yeah, and the way it's set up is like it's, it's it's almost like a gymnasium, but it's like a theater. It's a theater setting. Yeah. Um, and then doors to kind of the lobby area where they they're selling booze and stuff yeah. like that. So we're just hanging out in the lobby area, waiting for everything to happen. Um, first band goes on. We're all there. Daryl's not there. He's still eating supper, I think, at Breeze, right? Yeah, he, well, he went home. Yeah, to, yeah. No, he went home to change, mostly. Yeah, he was like, okay. I'm going to go home, going to change, shower, get ready, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's going to bring home Bree. Bring Bree Bree in. Oh, yeah, yeah. and Bree's coming in as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then, hold on. Let me... So we I, mean, get, no, I got we a piss. Get, we got a text message. Well, Curtis's band is on. They start. Curtis's band's on, but mind you, we're second band on. Yeah. We're and right after Curtis. They sounded great, by the way. They yeah, were good. They were, they really were a great band. band. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're, but they're like kind of like a jammy band. No, no they're a jammy band, so they have five songs. Yeah. And we're one song of the five songs in. And these songs are flying by to me. Yeah. These exactly. songs are like flying the fuck by. Like, I'm like, okay, it's only eight o'clock or whatever. You guys got an hour. That hour is fucking racing by like a son of a bitch. Yeah. And we get a text from Daryl in the group message. All of us are there but Daryl. A text from Daryl. Hey. We're just... uh, What's up? I said, how's it going? It's going good, man. You're being recorded. You're being recorded. You are on the podcast, just so you know. Yeah, I was waiting for the call. All right. So we just got to the point where... Curtis's band is one song into their set, and then we get a message from you in the group text. Yeah. And what does the group text? What does it say? Well, I live a half hour out of town, right? So I had to be in to right. That's another thing. time to set up for our set. And as I'm about to leave my house, it's been raining for like two days. And as I'm about to leave my house, I look in the cellar. And there's, like, two feet of water in the cellar. And my water tank's floating. And, like, probably, like, six inches of the hot water tank is submerged. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, this is good. This is exactly what I need right now. (laughs) So I go down into the cellar, and I'm dressed up in my stage clothes, and I'm wearing my nice boots and everything. And I'm, like, sitting on top of this water tank so that it won't float. My 
drinking water tank, right? Right. And I'm thinking, oh, I got to let the guys know that I'm not going to be there and like with like all kinds of time to like get everything sorted before we have to go up and set up. So I just send a quick text in the spur of the moment, not realizing, not thinking that it might come across as, hey, guys, I got a problem and I'm not going to be able to make it. Right. Like, right. and that's obviously how you guys took it. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, I got to send a quick text and then I got to get on top of this. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, if I can get this under control, it'll only take like 20 minutes to a half hour and then I'll be on my way in and I'll still make it in time. But to you, on your end, you're like, is Daryl going to make it? Well, what is he going to make it? Is he going to skip yeah. us? What, what did the, the text night of say? Our show? Do you remember what the text said? Um, it said, so. I was about to leave to come to the show and I look at my cellar and my cellar's flooded. So I got to deal with this and I will be in ASAP. This is like <laughs> half hour this until is two minutes before we go on. <laughs> is it, this is probably about a good 40 to 50 minutes before we have to go on. Brayden right? looks like yeah. he's about to puke from nerves. I'm supposed to be there like yeah, I'm already dying from nine. nerves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to be there at quarter to nine because, like, they finish at quarter to nine, and that's when we do our setup so that we can be on and ready at nine. Yes. Well, so, well like, ideally, yeah, like a half hour, 40 minutes yeah. kind of thing. Like, I'm going down to and grab that's my That's exactly camera. how much time it took me to deal with it. So, I just had to drive really fast on the way to town. Right. And were you, were you worried to, like, at all that you were going to miss it? Um, I was at first, but then I just, you know, I kept a close eye on the time what time it was and how fast my flooding issue was getting resolved. And I had two water pumps pumping it out. So, I mean, I, I, I figured that I'd be able to make it in time and I wasn't going to miss it. My God even said in a later text, I was like, well, I, I really want to bring my girlfriend with me, but if it comes down to it, I guess I'll leave her here to deal with this. Cause I got a rock show to play. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> babe. I got a rock and roll. <laughs> Fucking Beth. Ready at the last minute. Right. I'm like, fucking... I had spent like a half hour before we found the cellar was flooding, convincing her to come. Right. So at this point, I had convinced her to come, and then she was all sad that she probably wasn't going to be able to come. So right. then I was like, oh, I'll just call my dad. He lives right down the road. So I called my dad, and he answered, and I was like, can you just come check on this in like 20 minutes after I leave? I go play a rock show. And he's like, oh, yeah. Sorry, Dad, no your problem. boy's got a rock. So when he sends that text, how how fucking nervous do you Yeah, guys when you send that text, the whole band Except freaks me. out. Right? Yeah, I'm for sorry. Some how nervous did you guys get? For some yeah. reason, that centered me. I wasn't nervous until we were on the stage and set up and ready to play. Like, I was cool as a cucumber right up until that point. And then I was, like, stiff as a board. Right. For me, what happened like, when Daryl said I that text? I feel my knees buckling. So, like, I was nervous on the, on the, you know, post me showing up. You guys were nervous before I showed up. So, you know, it all works out. Yeah, honestly. I'm sorry that, for putting you through that. Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> what happened to me, though, which I thought was really funny, is the second you sent that text, all of a sudden something just, like, flipped in my brain where this entire scenario just became like a skit of some kind. Yeah. And I was like, this is so cliche that it's no longer stressful. It is. It is. It is. It's like every rock show. <laughs> I, I was sitting there of. being nervous, and then also Daryl's like, oh, guys, uh, uh, something came up. It's yeah. going to be down to the wire. And I just start giggling. I'm like, this is 
this is great. I said this at the show, but it's the moment where it's like, and then so we sent out two roadies to go pick Daryl up, and they had to empty out his basement with only two buckets. <laughs> Daryl made it five minutes before showtime, and we did great. <laughs> it's such a fucking yeah, oh, dude, cliche rock and, my, and roll. My favorite. Okay, so um, before we went on, before you got there, um, I was like, "Fuck, I'm I, I'm still so nervous." And I was like, "Cocksucker!" And I was talking to talking to everyone around me. I'm like, "I bet Daryl's not even nervous at all." That fucking cocksucker, motherfucker! Like, I'm so nervous, and he's cool as a cucumber right now. He's gonna walk in, smile on his face, ready to roll, and. You did. You were like, hell yeah, let's go. You walked in like a good right ten, until, 10 minutes before we had to go on. Like, Yeah, but right up until I walked through the door to the backstage, I was like panicking. I was like, well, they're not playing anymore. I, I got to get back there. How do I get back there? And I was like kind of overthinking it, thinking I should take like the back corridor through the thing to the to the backstage from the other side. And there's another guy who I didn't realize at the time. They were just standing there hanging out. And I was like, how do I get backstage? And these guys were the guys that played after us from Piled Up, right? But I didn't realize oh, they were okay. musicians at the time. So they're like, oh, you just run across the auditorium to the other side, and then you go through the stage door over there. And I'm like, I'm like, well, yeah, I, duh, right? Like, I know I can get <laughs> Which is hilarious, because you've way, done that I before. Gotta go through the, I got to go through the, the rock show to get there. So I was thinking, like, I'd come in, you know, all sneaky, but then I'm getting, I was like, okay, well, that works. So I just did that. And then once I got back there and you guys were there and I was like, made it, let's do this. And then, okay, so you got there and then I did, like, this kind of very out of character, genuine, like, okay, guys, let's huddle. I, I want to I say something to you guys kind of thing. Oh, yeah, the cliche well, huddle. Like, I, I did the cliche huddle. Of our two years of practice. I mean, that made sense that you wanted to do that. Oh, dude, and I was, year. like, legitimately, like, for real, tearing up, like, welling up, talking about, like, uh-huh. I don't know, like, because I was thinking, I was like, man, when this band started, I was still living with Jamie, and I was still in that house, and, and I was like, I wouldn't have made it through this past two years without you guys, and I started welling up. And thank we God Aaron was there to break either, my, my overly serious ass. He's like, yeah, and if we bomb, who gives a fuck? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, thank God. And then hilariously enough, because in my mind, we're going to do that, go on stage. And then Zoe was there, and I was like, fuck, I need to get Zoe earplugs. So everyone's waiting for me to run to my room to that, get Zoe earplugs. You go to go to your room, and I just went to yeah, pick so up all my camera Yeah, so we're all standing gear. on the stage, and then it's you that holds Oh, yeah, no, before that, you went to drop your camera gear off. And I come and up. And you're like, I locked your keys in your room. Yeah, I come up. <laughs> I was wondering. I thought it was funny, because Daryl doesn't, he almost doesn't make it. And then you're like, hold on, though, I gotta go get earplugs. And then because you did that, we were ten minutes late going on. I, like, I made a slate. I was me. like, how the fuck? <laughs> The nervous guy. <laughs> we were all sitting uh, behind stage. I'm like, yeah, yeah but you're the guy that works there. Luckily, so, like, they had you get a mask the most slack out of any of us. Yeah, what, what was funnier, though, is I was like, why didn't you just grab earplugs from the front where they were handing them out? <laughs> they were? Yeah. I had no idea. At the door, oh, yeah. you they got tickets. They asked the if you wanted earplugs. Oh, I fucking would have. <laughs> I would have in a second. I was like, I don't understand what's taking them so long. You just got to walk over there, get earplugs, <laughs> and come back. You're trying to unlock the door. It's like a big janitor's Dude, ring. I literally went and got the keys that you locked into my room. Mm-hmm. I went and got them. And then shut the door, and I went halfway up the stairs. I'm like, earplugs, fuck, and I had to go back down the stairs. That'd be great if it's a big janitor's ring full of keys, like 80 keys on there that you got to go through. And then we get out there, dude, and all the panic 
that I'd felt for hours washes completely over me. Oh, dude, like Big, within the first amazing crowd. Like 180 people. Amazing. Within the first couple of notes, I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, we did that fucking intro. Right, we've yeah. been practicing this for two years. Yeah, we did the hard <laughs> part. Uh, one thing yeah, I wanted you to talk about before we let you go, Daryl, is about halfway through the gig, something happened. Something that, okay, so me and Daryl got together, and I said, hey, maybe we should ask Max to grab his bass as like an extra, just in case you break, your, break a string, like be prepared. Yeah. And then Daryl was like, yeah, but I mean, what are the chances of that happening? And to be fair to Daryl, that had never happened in the history of him owning that bass, which he's owned for like 15 years. He's never broken yeah, a string uh, once. Nope. Ben, you sp- you've also said of all the shows that you've witnessed or been at or any of it, you've never seen a bassist break a string either. So like, Not how once. often does that kind of thing happen, right? Like, Did you say there's 180 people at the show? Something uh, like 180 tickets there was 180 sold, tickets but, sold but there was more people there. Well, let me say there's definitely oh, yeah, there 181 people, people there because our old pal Murphy showed up. And he fucking <laughs> indicted his the law, law Murphy's baby. law? Murphy was definitely at that show that night. Yeah, so we get... Luckily, in the breakdown of a song, what happens, Daryl? Well, we're playing Rocks Off. Mm. And it's the just after the second... Or the chorus when you're doing your solo. and Or no, it's even after the solo. It's the last one, the extended one with the trumpets, right? And uh, yeah. yeah, it's a slow I'm down. playing... I'm playing Convenient. the bass line that goes with the trumpet Fair. and the guitar, and my first note is the D, or on the D string, it's the ninth fret. So I do that succession of notes like maybe two times, and then the third time I go to play the D string, I don't get anything. There is no D string. And I'm, I'm so like tense about being on stage and having people looking at me because I'm like kind of nervous about playing live for the first time in a lot of years and having never played bass before live. And so I didn't even, it didn't even like click right away. I was like looking at the frets as I'm playing them. And then my D strings dangling down over my G string. And I'm like, <laughs> nine, fret, nothing's not getting anything. And that's where that riff starts. So I'm like in a panic. I'm like, I, I don't know where to go. Like this note's not working. What do I, and I look down and my strings hanging there and everybody else is like full bore into the show. Right? Like, Aaron Marchuk's doing the trumpet thing and it sounds awesome and Braden's just shredding his guitar and the drums are going and I'm like trying to get your guys thinking I can yell Braden over that notice. to you guys and be like, hey, I broke a string. Hey, what up? So I, mean, I couldn't get anyone's attention so I just like held my bass up and just like reefed on dancing. the string as hard as I could and it was like completely unspooled it and then I just kind of stood there and with a pouty bass being <laughs> and like I want to play some more <laughs> no it's funny after we did the after we finished and then I noticed you broke a string I killed myself trying to fill the void in between that and you borrowing Landon's bass and tuning it and stuff where I'm like in between songs in you between songs, songs where I'm like hey give a Everyone give a round of applause for the venue. Yeah. All right. And then I was like, my daughter Zoe's here. Everyone look at her for a little bit. Yeah. And you yeah. keep shouting out Dan Smart and stuff. Really oh, yeah. I keep, I keep calling out Dan Smart. Dan Smart rules. Even though you got an introduction <laughs> yeah. for the him in I the very next song. Like, I'm yeah. like, I, I don't know what to do. I, my bass is broken. So and luckily... What happened? Landon! <laughs> yeah, Landon. We call Landon the bass player for the for the next band up. Guy we know very well. And he's like, uh, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. And he's like, oh yeah, you can use the jazz bass. 
Yeah, but and not not realizing that all the volume knobs were turned down. Oh, this was really so funny. So me. all his volume knobs on the bass were turned down, and Daryl was so nervous. He's like, "Why isn't it working?" And then Dan uh, Smart just turns the knobs up for him. <laughs> just turns them all about halfway, and then he's like, "And then I'm like, oh, I can tune it now. Oh, it is tuned. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. It's been too long. Let's do this." That rule. So yeah, yep. I did. Great. And it sounded it. a little awkward because like I'm not used to the to the instrument and. And it sounded way different than mine. But, right. I mean, nobody knows that. Nope. Just us. Exactly. Dude, okay, so, one thing, before I let you go, one thing I want to ask you. This is your first gig ever playing bass in front of people. Yeah. Great gig, by the way, 180 people. Um, well, probably 200 people, more like it. How did it feel? Probably. Oh, man. Like, after I broke the string and then I had to play Landon's bass, and I was like... At that point, most of my nerves melted away because I had to like really concentrate on playing his d- instrument with a total different action and a total different sound. So I was just like completely like just in the moment at that point. I was like, "All right, well, it's, this is what it is now. So let's just do it. No point getting upset about it." So after that, I felt great, and like everybody was cheering after every song, and every, you know, like it felt great. I love it. You're I a legit professional stage. bass player now, dude. Yeah, it seems that way. Pretty fucking awesome. I guess I better get a little better at it. <laughs> you did great. You did fucking great. A party yeah. must have been relieved because it's like, like I said, like it's the first show in a long time. Boom, there's the hiccup. And exactly, you're alive. You're still on stage. <clears throat> you guys are still rolling. They're still clapping. Exactly. After all the chaos, yeah. you break a string, yeah, the unthinkable happens, you recover yeah. gracefully. It was just like... Mm. Okay, well, I just got to do it now. Like, you know, all this stuff's happened and it's tried to stop me and couldn't stop me. So I'm not going to let anything else stop me. Hell yeah. Fucking A, brother. Well, we love the shit out of you. If you want to come in still and hang out afterwards, please do. We love you. Um, Thanks for being on the pod and giving us your your experience. Yeah, I should have rehearsed it a little better. I'm not much. You did great. You did great. No, it's crazy. You, You were awesome. Nah, rehearsing for a well, podcast is like rehearsing yeah, to masturbate. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Rehearsing to podcast doesn't make any do, sense definitely. because they're supposed to be a little more, like, off the cuff. Yeah. yeah. It, and well, you, the you one, were sorry, funny. The You're ones great. I like are off the cuff. Yeah. All right. Daryl, I love you. I'll show you text when we're done, okay? All right, man. All right. You guys have a good show. I'll talk to you later. For sure. Right, Take later, care. Bud. All right. Bye. All right. All right, now, now my think, turn to tell yeah. about, and now my I think about it. Mishap. I should have grabbed one of these extra mics so I could have just turned there. <laughs> I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> so here's the mishap I had. So right after Daryl breaks the string, next song I go in, I drop one stick, and I go to grab another stick, but I grab it out of the slime stick pool. Oh, no, no. The stick Slimey is so sticks. slippery. Why'd you even have that right next uh, to the regular stick? I was like, who has a slime stick? <laughs> and there I am slime. going, oh, trying to hang... No, I'm kidding. I had nothing other than... Uh, I was one- going to say going up there. So, Daryl... So you say all your nerves go away once Daryl says... Once Daryl says that he's going to be late, I just start laughing. And all of a sudden, just it becomes... It, it shifts from like... I don't know. It's it's hard to describe, but it, like it was this thing I was nervous about doing, and then like just the the amount of cliche also, nonsense that started kind happening of in our band just started making it feel absurd. It, exactly, it just felt absurd after that point. Yeah. I'm like, well, why am I nervous when I'm clearly in a skit of some kind? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, and Daryl's kind of in our band, like very famous for being like, I'll be there at this time, and then he's there an hour later. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Daryl does that a lot. It's what, also what's with bass players in that, right? Every bass player we've worked with, late. it's also very serious. Like mishap to have your basement leaking. So at that yes, point, yeah, it's yeah. like it's out of your guys's kind of control. What you can do is like laugh till. Well, you know the funniest. Like, well, I, for me, the funniest part was. He was like, well, should I just go home? Like, when we were hanging at my place, and if we would have just stayed there, he would have never known his basement was flooding. And mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Right? Yeah. But I, at the end of the day, it's we, weren't the best any- of- we weren't late anyway, so it didn't yeah. matter. And I was the one that made us late. And it was, <laughs> it was fucking me. To have that happen. It was, it was, honestly, it was like, it added to it. Me, Max was filming the whole time. He was Max, filming behind the scenes. Film job of me going, and kicking that cart. Oh, yeah. I was say we should watch it because I haven't watched that no. footage yet, particularly. Uh, but I, I did get Daryl breaking his bass string. Oh, dude. On camera, it's awesome. Yeah. I sent you the stills. It's yeah. fucking rules. Yeah. It looks better on camera, like on the screen. Well, I bet. Um, dude. Dude. Uh, hold on. All right. Let me, now let me phone up Marchuk. Quickly. It's funny when I came back and I saw you were gone and it was just Aaron on the phone. I was like, "What if I turn around and both you guys are gone?" And it's just a mic pointing at your phone <laughs> as Daryl's just doing going the podcast. Off. <laughs> it's just we're all gone. Put Daryl and Marchuk on and we just leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what Got else. Marchuk going. It was just fun after that. Like, I mean, the crowd turnout was fucking amazing when I first walked in. Um, I I enjoyed the enthusiasm. I was thinking about your guys' last gig and like, wasn't that? There's like a couple people. Dude, in the most audience. Gigs, like I would go ahead and say a good fifty percent of the gigs I've ever played have never been like a, a phenomenal like. Wow. Oh yeah, we yeah. we're used to playing no one to no we're one. Used to playing to no one, or we're used to playing to like one guy being like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or people being like, people. what time are you done? <laughs> I guess Marchuk's busy. All right, <laughs> which is uh. It, you know it is what it is. The, yeah. We we know what town we live in. We know we live in the town of country covers. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And so that's that's what made it even better because it was the re- for me the return every time of the okay. stage after two year two years being off for everyone else in the band much longer. The return of being live. Daryl you know? the longest. Daryl yeah, by Dar- far Darryl the longest. Like, couldn't even remember the last time he played. It was with us. So. It was like over a decade ago by far. And in a different respect, he was a singer. He's like, yeah. I don't know, at Finnegan's? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fucking Finnegan's pub? No, Daryl did remember. It was like, oh, what was it? It was a while ago, though. Yeah, it, was a long it, it doesn't really matter. GDI. GDI, Lucas Machula, when I first started dating Dan. Lucas, holy fuck. The GDI. Dude. This gig reminded me of the old GDI days of gig, where it was a very fun community gather of, yeah. like, the semi-artistic artistic people in town autistic people in town who <laughs> all came out to the show thank you very much um <laughs> you know the common denominator for a lot of this is, is curtis like a lot yeah. of the gigs i've really liked playing in town curtis has his hands in like uh when yeah. we opened up for um his shop back in the day yeah same kind of idea mm-hmm. um oh yeah this it just i yeah. It makes a lot of sense to to play gigs where people are expecting to hear music. <laughs> is, uh, exactly. As saying. opposed to, like we said, like going to a bar where people are expecting to watch a hockey game and then they're interrupted with music. The, and or they, they just it. they, it's their watering hole. It's Friday night. They want to go fucking have some drinks and then they they have no idea. Like, they're not young, and, the, and we are in. by far we're a loud band. I was talking to one of my students. Yeah. Who I had a couple students who came and, and the one student I talked to was like. You guys sounded really, really good, but you were the loudest band by far, so your vocals were a little more buried than the other bands. And he's like, but you guys sound good. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're still a loud band. 
You know what I mean? Uh, he's okay, just okay, Jack here's... Antonoff. He's, he's, mix, he's uh, blaming Curtis's mixing <laughs> he, he, he didn't say that in a bad way. He's like, you guys sounded the best. I know. I'm telling Curtis right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, well, technically, that's not really our fault. <laughs> yeah, right. At the end of the day, we can hit things as hard as we want, but like the mix. Yeah, the mix. yeah for sure. It's probably a good mix. Dan did a Dan digger. I wonder if Dan won. Let's try and get Dan on. See if Dan will answer. Dan was, yeah, Dan was Dan's awesome. Dan smart, so he came on during the last half of the set. I talked him up for about a half an hour because uh, Aaron, or, uh, Daryl was uh, changing the string. It was just fun, and yeah, I don't know, man. No, it no, felt it great. Ruled. It ruled. It, it, was, it, it was like everything, every fear I've ever had about it. It was just like the best version of a gig. I just, I okay, in my mind, I wish we would have went no, out on. No, nothing, um, that was fast. What was the last song we played? He definitely put that me to wasn't, voice um, Stay with me was before that. Oh, uh, feed, feed. I kind of wish we went out on feed. Honestly, yeah, people loved it. People loved it. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wish reaction. I was like because we were already over anyways. I'm like, why don't we just go out on an original people haven't heard? Yeah, or, well, that was the thing. That was in my mind. I thought I was doing the safe bet by doing a cover. But what I didn't take into account is the cover we did, no one really knew anyways. So it was like, even though it's a famous cover, a famous yeah, song, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like a well-known song within that crowd. So it was just like, we should have just went out in the original. <laughs> and people liked Feed a lot. That was the one we got the best feedback about. I just remembered feedback. I scared a random girl because I thought she was our cousin Cassidy. Uh-huh. Oh, no. So I went oh, up no. and I'm like, I, I was even behind her, so I had to reach across the table, tap her on the shoulder. <laughs> you did like, excuse me, like a little like more intimate than you would because you think she's the cousin? Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, hey, trying to give her a warm Sorry, welcome. A little more intimate because you think she's a cousin. Oh, you tried to like hug her and stuff? No, no, I just tapped her on the shoulder. Oh, I was okay. leaning in pretty far, though, because I had to like lean over the table, <laughs> one of the tables that I had set up. <laughs> Like, hey, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, doing a night. Hey, it's just, to her, it's just a stranger being like, hi. hi. Oh, that's mm. fucking hilarious. Reaching out to grab her. That's really fucking funny. <laughs> but like, the crowd was amazing. Like I said, all my shit washed away as soon as I got on stage. Two songs in, I was drinking. But th- that was the other thing. When I was. Uh, I couldn't sleep and I was at home. Mm-hmm. I was texting Aaron being like, I need to have a fucking drink, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a drink when I eat since I get in there. And then all that, like the booze, the drunk, like melted away. I was Definitely. sober by the end of the gig for sure. Um, and then at the very end of the night, I still, you know what? I'm going to go out there, balls out and say, this was a good call. I thought it was I, like in the light of the hangover the next day, I was like, did I force everyone to do something they didn't want to do? Like, was that a bad thing? <laughs> What are, you, what are you talking about? Uh, the Elton John thing. When everyone sucked his dick. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about the Elton John no, like, Did thing. I like gun to the head, like shotgun <laughs> wedding everyone into doing it? When, yeah, um, when but, he, that guy had to get his stomach pumped cause, at the end of the night because it was so full of cums from sucking everyone's <laughs> dick. That Elton John thing? Yeah, that thing. That, that was, was fucking, that was funny, though. Why? Oh, because of the mistake that happened, you mean? Um... Yeah, well, it, the best part is with Elton John's Tiny Dancer. Like, okay, not- okay, wait, actually, let me explain. So, at the very Tiny end... Tiny Dancer is a song. At the very end of the show, when the last band was done their set, I talked to Curtis, and I was like, let Aaron Marchuk grab his keyboard, put it in the middle of the stage, 
and we'll just do Elton John's Tiny Dancer with all the singers and everyone in the bands crowding two different microphones and we'll do like a sing-along to tiny dancer because when especially when you hit that chorus that that's where in my mind oh, it would yeah, really come alive everyone, everyone just, yeah everyone knows the chorus of the crowd's gonna sing it back tiny dancer. yeah they're gonna sing it back to us this will fuck this will rule and then uh, chris like okay and, but you know i i was plastered by the time i said this and we did this so in my mind i woke up like did i like shotgun wedding everyone like, we're do doing that? this yes exactly was i that guy yeah um, uh, I felt it was more like a, do you guys want to do this? And I was like, eh, I guess. And then, all right. Um, it went mostly smooth, but the problem was we didn't transition to the chorus properly. Like, we ended up doing, like, three verses before we hit the first chorus. Yeah, there was a mistake in there, for sure. <laughs> and also, the, like, I was also drunk at the time, and I'd been drinking, like, heavy IPAs all night. So, like, if you ever drank, like, really That's heavy international beers, pussy ass. They fucking, they just, like, <laughs> hang on it's your crazy. breath. So there I am, yeah. crowd around a microphone, going, <sighs> "Yeah, dude, no, me and too." I, I was like, "I was like, dude, my breath's gonna just stink <laughs> so bad." Oh, I feel bad for these guys because mm-hmm. I'm like, <sighs> I looked out because <laughs> the the other because it was me and two other guys, Ben from uh, piled up and Landon, and they were stoked on it. So I kept looking in their faces, and they were excited to do it. Yeah, you know. So I was like, "All right, let's do it." Yeah, but. I mean, where I'm going to give myself credit is once we did have that chorus, it fucking worked like a charm. The whole audience. It did, and we got to do the chorus, and we did a little bit more, and then we just kind of like... We got the chorus. That's all we wanted. Did yeah, I, I didn't even sing the chorus. I just went center stage and just did this oh, yeah, to yeah, the yeah, audience. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but that was a great way to end the night. It was, yeah. I mean, as far as shows go, couldn't think of like a more smooth, better way for it to go. Yeah, I agree. Felt Very great. Good. Felt great. Good um, wrestle of the feathers. Yeah. No, absolutely. Man, remember how many people wanted us to go to an after party and never told us where it was? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, they're like, come to the after party. They're, like, sure. they're like, oh, you and Braden got to definitely come to the after party. We're going to this place down here. And I was like, all right. And they're like, all right, but there's no room for you guys. And I was in, like, the car, in the car or whatever. I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like okay, so like what we're gonna do? We'll get there and we'll call you, tell you where it's at. I'm like, all right, okay. And then it was just you, me, and Curtis, which I actually had fun. Just yeah, just me, you, me, and Curtis hanging out. Yeah, yeah. I got there for like two hours and like, I was fucking Braden pulls an Irish exit. He just like, dude, I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom and and I just just leave. Just leaves out the back, and then me and Curtis are standing. They talk for like ten minutes. I'm like, he's like, where's Braden? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he left. And then you called me like you Irish exit. I'm like, yeah, dude. I'm like halfway home. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah." I'm like, all right. I I figured as much. And then Curtis like, all right, you should go too. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You should go too. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sit here naked, yeah. enjoy the stage. Um, Marchuk told me a funny story. He was like going to come back, like, you know, it was the end of the night. He went outside for a smoke and he, the back door, you know, that have that rock that yeah, keeps yeah. it open. Yeah. He put the rock there to wedge and he went in for a smoke and then the door just sh- shut it. It kind of oh, like no. the pressure of the door just shut the door. He's like, I'm going to go home. <laughs> There's the sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, it makes a ton of sense. He didn't miss much. Yeah. By the time I got home, it was uh, probably like quarter to four. I yeah, think. that's about right. That's nice. about when I got home. So I rolled in bed. I'm like, all right, throw on some fucking YouTube on the phone, fucking sit down and watch it for a bit. And then like fucking 4.30, I start getting texts. Where are you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm home now, dude. <laughs> I'm oh, like, was it like, the after party text? It was the after party crew. They're, they're, I started getting texts from random people. They're oh, like, yes. hey, man, you coming down? I'm like... Not anymore. Yeah, I'm. I'm. 
he meant, dude, dude, he, he had, meant he had hours to contact me. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, right? Now I'm home and I'm gonna sleep. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it was great. It's great gig. Yeah. Hey, anything you awesome. got? Oh yeah, Max filmed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Did a great job. Anything you got? Anything anyone else has to uh, add about it? The lobby smelt like pot. That, yeah. Big time. Makes sense. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. It fucking pissed me off. I was ready to bust some heads. <laughs> <laughs> fucking grass Fuck heads. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stoner pieces of shit. <laughs> um, no, it was great. Caught up with a couple old buddies from high school. Cast oh, yeah, it yeah. Awesome. It was nice. That was the other thing, like. Bunch of old, like different groups of old friends. That was really cool. Bunch yeah. of old flames in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, there was fucking going on too. Hedonism. Yeah. Every band did amazing. Piled up, rocked. Yes. Fucking decline of slopes, rocked. Fucking Ghost of Midnight, rocked. It was amazing. Yeah. It was like such a good group of bands. It was Piled so up for the ones who did uh, bounce, right? Piled yeah, up did bounce. They did bounce yeah. like Danko. That was. Great. They also did high voltage really well. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I must miss that. Is yeah, it rolled. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good uh, note. We did it. We did the story. How do you guys feel about that? Are you good? Yeah, that was great. That was an awesome weekend. Hell yeah! So, um, for not feel good people and the vice jesters, good night, Lorena. <laughs>